Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Feature at Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about Dragon Ball Super, the movie, Brawly. That is my choice, actually. Indeed it is. It uh, came out December 2018, producer for Echoes, uh, studios of Toe Animation, and also, I believe, 20th Century Fox is also a part of it as well. I believe so, yeah. And uh, the genres are action, adventure, comedy, superpower, martial arts, fantasy, and shonen. And the movie ran for about an hour and a half. Maybe a little bit longer. Maybe a little bit. Um, I don't think there was an after credit scene, but I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, now, are you familiar? I, I think you, 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 are you familiar with the super franchise? I, I am. Know you and I, I know you and I watched Dragon Ball Z Brawly way back in the day. And this I really enjoyed because they basically retconned everything. Yeah, it was a, I feel like it was a pretty good show or movie rather. It was a different from the other Brawly uh, movie. Definitely. It it definitely changed it. And I feel for the better, it changed it. It also kind of left some questions out there for it as well. It did. It did. In my opinion, I think... So the basically the story is the the old story is Broly and Kakarot or Broly and Goku were side by side and and Goku essentially cried too much and it used to piss Broly off and Broly was sent, and Broly and Kakarot were sent to separate worlds and forgotten about essentially no uh, no no? Ha, ha, no the original story was Broly uh, would be pissed off but his power was growing too much and he was about to be killed. And that's when Brawley's father would take him and run away. Oh. And that's what ended up happening was that Brawley was saved by his father. Instead, what the story goes for this one is King Vegeta, instead of killing Brawley or trying to kill Brawley, sends him away, sends him to a desolate planet. And he tells us, father this tells Brawley's father this and says, look, I'm not going to kill him. I'm going to send him there because he's just too dangerous and he'll become out of control. He won't be able to know how to control his power, which in effect is kind of true, but not because he wants to be out of control. It's because no one actually properly nurtured him to be in control. Yes, he is. I don't think they actually mentioned if he is the legendary super Saiyan or not, but the thing I really, really liked the thing that got me excited about this whole thing is in the super version of it, instead of going straight yellow, they, they, they throw a hint of green in the mix. So that makes me think that maybe green is the true transformation. Maybe, or just a different one because it does, they do turn green 
and then go yellow, but their eyes stay green, which is different. I mean, but also at the same time, even when they're fighting him before he even goes for the transformation, right? Which means, which could mean that they are hitting green. They're just going past it for them, for their own capabilities. And he is so strong. He's just inching his way up to that and he's green. And once he finally goes above that to the yellow to become a true super saiyan, that's when he's going to become insanely more powerful beyond that. Because that's a really cool way of thinking about it. I'm sorry. Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, because when they're turning before they're turning yellow, even from the old Z series, their eyes would be blank like his. And then once they're finished their transformation, they have their eye color, the eye color green. Whereas a Brawly, he's slowly inching his way up to that transformation, exposing and exposing more power and his eyes, when he gets to that green point, it's blank, but he's still continuing to power up. You have a point there. See, I, this is kind of why I like, uh, aside from doing the podcast, I enjoy talking to you about anime, specifically because you and I see it so differently sometimes. For instance, this particular thing. In my mind, it... it Think of like the transformations instead of a linear path that they go straight up. It's more like uh, you have a fork in the road with multiple forks. You can go right. You can go far right. You can go left. You can go straight. That kind of thing. In my head, let's assume green for this particular scenario. Green is the true transformation. That's a left hand turn. But on that left hand turn, you can take a left and then an immediate right to go towards the yellow. And that's how I that's in my head how I saw it happening where red and blue are going right. So the the green, the, the green, if you go all the way left and continue on that in my head would be the true transformation. And they just took a detour because they didn't quite understand that 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 transformation yet. And they just assumed that yellow was it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense. And it's definitely a interesting train of thought. I mean, I, I would honestly uh, have, after having just watched this, I'm a little kind of caught off guard with it. So I definitely want to do a little bit of, do a little bit of research on it. Maybe kind of uh, dive into the depths a little bit about it, gain a better understanding about, about the, whole series and the super saiyan transformation yeah because right right now they're doing it after what is it uh the tournament of power so the 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 series which i find extremely extremely exciting because resurrection of f was right before super saiyan or sorry before uh dragon ball super came out and basically what happened in the movie happened in the series it just the series took much longer and took a lot more detail into it, which is why I'm, I was really excited for the Broly because if they turned that into an arc in and of itself, Oh shit, that'd be great. Right. The interesting thing about this is uh Brawley, the movie Brawley um, doesn't end with him dying. No, no. In the original one, yeah, he, they killed him. They got rid of the threat. In this one, 
Oh, and that's why it's so exciting because they, they completely changed the story, but it makes me a little bit suspect and it makes me uh, uh, unfortunately sad because you have Wiss and you have the, the, the God of destruction looking for the strongest people in the, in the universe. And they somehow skip the ultra powerful Brawly. Well, the thing is, is they weren't looking for ultra powerful people in the universe. It was Goku and they only brought in one person that they knew would be strong. And maybe Wiss didn't want to bring him in for the power of tournament because they knew that if he was pushed to that extreme, he would try and kill everyone. And then the universe would be destroyed anyways, because he loses control. That that's a fair point. That, that is a good, you could be a lawyer for them. This is a great reason why they didn't do it. Because they, they say during the tournament of power during the series that you can't kill anyone. And the people that aren't flying or anything like that, they're they're out. If you, So you can't fly and you can't kill them, at least willingly. Right? Yeah. And everyone that's out on the edge is watching it. They're still there, but they're out of the tournament. And if Brawly was there, he would fly. He wouldn't care. And they didn't have enough time to be able to train him or bring his senses down. See, I thought the reason they couldn't fly is that that ability was taken away. No, they could fly, I thought. I'd have to rewatch it. Because the people with wings could still fly, but the people without could not. At least, well, I'd be more than happy to rewatch it and go over a podcast show with you on that because <laughs> I love Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball GT not so much, but we, we don't we don't talk about that stepchild. True, true. <laughs> that being said, this the movie was actually really well done on the most part. On the most part, yeah. I thought the now there was a few areas in which they decided to use CG. I honestly thought it was spectacular. The way that they went in on it, the way that they cut scenes to just beautiful, almost breathtaking if they weren't so destructive. True, which honestly, I have to say I wasn't a fan of the switch to CG. I mean, like I get why they did it. It just... I wish they maintained the animation throughout the show and the, the cleanliness of it, but they really didn't. And there were a couple of spots where it was comical and how bad both Goku and Vegeta were drawn. It was just so badly drawn for a scene. And it's just like, why? Why did you just did someone just fall asleep on the job and let that scene go through? Well, yeah. Now, just curious. I want to see if we're talking about the same scene. Which scene are you talking about? Uh, where Vegeta and Goku are talking in front of Piccolo. Okay, so right before the transformation. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit off, but uh. it was funny. It it was funny, but. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen go. I don't think I've ever seen Vegeta actually blush prior to that. Um, yeah, he's so done it a couple of times in the Z series, and I think even in the Super. But the how everything how it was drawn for that scene was just so bad. It was just so so bad. 
It's just like they, they gave up like right there. And then they instantly redeemed themselves for it. But still, yeah, <laughs> it was it was bad. I agree. My, well, my thought was when they were training back and forth in front of Beerus and before they got called out, before they're like, oh, crap, freezes here or, oh, no, somebody stole the Dragon Balls. My thought was they made the, the height difference between the two too drastic, like between Goku and Vegeta, because I don't remember Vegeta being like, you know, nipple height to Goku. And for the rest of the show, he wasn't. But for like the one scene when they were talking to him, right when all that was going down, I'm like that, that somebody didn't do scaling appropriately. Right. But other than that and the, the Piccolo <laughs> fusion scene, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was. It, the animation other than that was clean. I wasn't a fan of the CG, though. Like, I mean... <sighs> I get why they did it. I mean, it's definitely reminiscent of the games too at that point, but it for me just didn't jive well. Uh, well, the only good news on that is it was only a few. I would say it was only a few um, seconds that the CG was was on the screen. But as far as the story goes, I thought it was a bit overplayed. I, it was what I expected, especially out of this. Um, but I, 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 I'm not going to say I timed it cause I didn't, but I did look at the clock once or twice and it was for the hour and 35 minutes, roughly of runtime. We were looking at about an hour of fighting. Yeah. And it's not all one fight. It is several different fights, but it, that's the thing about this series though. A majority of this series isn't about such a deep plot it's fighting and fighting while developing a plot at the same time and that's the thing about dragon ball and dragon ball z and it's there's fighting there's always going to be fighting there's fighting in every episode that's what makes it a shonen it's drag it's very dragon ball it's very dragon ball so there's going to be a lot of fighting and a lot of <laughs> screaming a lot He's of screaming. screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, which, you know, I love those memes. Kid on eight hour flight screams <laughs> almost the entire time. Dragon Ball Z uh, voice actors. Not half bad, kid. Not half <laughs> yeah. bad. You got some, uh, you got some talent. <laughs> you got a future here. Oh, man. No, I just, I enjoyed it so much. It brought, I'm not, it was more nostalgic in than anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. I felt that it kind of opened up. Um, I'm not going to say it opened dialogue, but it opened up a part of the same history that I was not aware of. Like I didn't realize that Frieza was such a cold hearted bastard from the get go. I thought, yeah, he was kind of a jerk, but I didn't think he was kill his own troops jerk. Really? I, yeah, because I originally thought the Saiyans were planning a revolt, and that's why he did it. I had no idea it was a preemptive strike. Yeah, no, it was always played that he's been a heartless bastard, like from day one. At yeah, least that's so how we, I interpreted it. I just never thought that he was the kind. Like, I didn't realize that when he destroyed Planet Vegeta, it was like unprovoked. It was just him. I got tired of these people. Is it capable? Absolutely. That's why it's believable. But 
I didn't think it was that. I didn't think that's why. I thought that the Saiyans were already had the inkling of revolt. No, he he just wanted to squash them. And I think from the Z series, he even says he wants to squash them before they they develop or or get the idea of being able to revolt. I like that they helped clarify his cold heartedness. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's one of the characters that I love to hate. I love the fact he's there. And I love the fact that he's a such a decent villain and the voice actor they had for him. Dear Lord, did you watch the sub or the dub sub? Okay. I watched both and the voice actor for the sub spot on. I've the, the voice actor has been a villain for like three different anime that I've seen. And it's just, you, you couldn't wish for a better one. Oh um, Yeah. That said, I do prefer the dubbed voice of Goku and Vegeta. That is, this is the one, eh, this is one of the few times I'm going to say that the English dub did it better. Yeah. I, I think that while iconic, the lady that does Goku's voice in, in the Japanese version is an artist. Yes. Just flat out, you, you can't do that for this long and for for that kind of, I'm not going to say clout, but that kind of uh, the prestiged show and not just devote, not, not refine this to an absolute art. Well, yeah, I, I had agree. I mean, like you have to keep in mind uh, the voice actress, uh, Masoko Nozawa. She doesn't just do the voice of Goku. She does the voice of Gogeta. She does the voice of Goten and Bardock as well. Like she's, she does a lot of different voices and does a lot of different screaming. <laughs> I liked how you added that last part. A lot of voices and a lot of screaming. Well, it's, it's true. I mean, <laughs> you, you can't exactly do that without the other. And for uh, Frieza, the, I, I, I would, the voice actor, uh, Ryusei uh, Nakoa, he definitely, or not Nakoa, but Nakao, he definitely, has the voice spot on for the subs and he is, does a voice for, uh, one of the characters in bleach as well. Yep. The weird captain of the science division. Yes. Yep. I remember that. So I, I feel like the voice was spot on for both of them and, and they're every voice actor is very talented. The, the one thing though, I, I have to agree Goku and Vegeta English voices. I feel like they sound better. They fit better. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. I just, I loved every second of this show. Even the faulty animation of uh, my my example and your example. I don't think I would change any part of it. I would clean up the animation of my part a little bit, but that's, I mean, when you have some funky fingers happening right there when you're just appearing after an instant transmission, I mean, like, I don't know. It looks like they literally gave up and, and decided to have it be a little comedic. <laughs> I get, well, yeah, the, that was absolutely comedic because of <laughs> the failed uh, transformations. Although that said, think about this. They had to wait an hour. Yeah. I don't know how strong they're making Frieza, but when he turned into Frieza Gold, 
to stand against Brawley for a straight hour. That's impressive. Well, it's not even that he was standing against him. He was getting the tar beat out of him for an hour. I, but he was still strong. Right. But I still don't understand how the power scaling always kind of confused me because you went from Vegeta normal to Vegeta Super Saiyan to Vegeta God, which was unique because I don't ever remember him reaching regular God mode. Well, then, if you could reach Super God, you obviously can reach regular God. Well, prior to this movie, it was canon that he skipped that stage. He skipped the God mode and went straight to Super Saiyan uh, Super Saiyan God. Right, but you would be kind of discrediting him if he didn't, from being able to go beyond that, be able to go at least the level below that. Well, you'd think that, but just like in canon, he reached in in GT. He reached four, but he never reached three. Uh, There's a lot of there's a lot of debate on GT because it's not by the same writer. Fair, fair. But along those same terms, prior to this movie, it was canon that he skipped red altogether and he went straight to blue. So because remember, red, red needed red needed five other people to pour their energy into him, into Goku to to achieve the red. That would have also had to happen. No, not necessarily. I mean, if you're sitting there and you're training and you're going through this training and you're being trained by the God of Destruction, you would assume since you're able to reach that state of power, you're able to reach the level just below that. I uh, This is where you and I are going to have to disagree because I, from what my understanding was, Cannon said he didn't have it prior to this. That That's the only argument I have that Cannon said he didn't have it. This obviously shows he does now because this is also part of canon. Um, but it was also canon. The only way to achieve red wasn't by powering up. Wasn't It was by going through that ritual. And it was specifically stated that Vegeta was too proud to accept the help from some, from other people in order to achieve the power. He would rather do it on his own. And who's to say he didn't achieve it on his own? Well, that is a way for you to get there or the preferred way to get there. They never stated that that is the only way to get there. They, they did that at that point in time for him to be able to get there because that's what the God of Destruction, Brius, wanted. As of that point in time, it was the only way that that was achievable. Right. That said, now obviously it looks like there was there there might be a different avenue that we have not been exposed to as of yet. So, like I, as I said, you and I are going to have to disagree on this one particular point, which honestly I'm not I'm not too mad about because I'd like to be right. I really would. I'd like to be right, but I'd also like to know the truth. So if I'm wrong. It is what it is. We'll just have to ask people smarter than than us for uh, for, for the answers, or we'll 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 have to do some research, and we'll we'll talk about it in Discord a little bit at that point. Maybe smarter or more dedicated to to the show. Those who are dedicated uh, to the cause, we reach out to you, inform us of who is right, aka me. Just throw this yeah. out there. <laughs> uh, no pandering. This is pandering. That's not allowed. No, 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 look, look, look. <laughs> who are you gonna believe? Someone who's always wrong, Eric, or or me. You know, just, just throw that out there. <laughs> oh jeez. 
I, again, I would love to be proven wrong because knowledge, I always accept new knowledge, but uh, that's a lie. I, I, I encourage new knowledge. I don't always accept it. There you go. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. No, it's I, honestly, I would love to know the answer to that. I, I'll have to do some research on this and we could definitely we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit in discord and it is something that we can further debate or discuss just like any of the other shows that we talk about. Always welcome discussion on it. We are always welcome to hear varying points of views and, and thoughts on them and to let us know what you think about it. That is something that we actually thoroughly enjoy. And if you want to get into a friendly debate or friendly discussion about a show, please let us know. Reach out to us. We are we are all about that. We try not to bite too much. That is true. <laughs> I mean, like when we do, we don't bite hard. But. True. True. All right. I, I, honestly, I think this is a great spot to leave a rating. Sir. So on a scale of up to 10, how would you rate this? I'm very, very biased when it comes to this, because it's honestly one of the first I've actually purchased myself. You've all you've got what the entire series. I've this got is, all kinds of different ones out there. So, <laughs> well, this is the only one that I actually own. So okay. I uh, special place in my heart for this one. Um, I'm I'm going to give it a nine. Okay. I was teetering between eight and nine. And the fact that I give it a nine, it, it, it's the only one I own. So, yeah, if I'm willing to purchase it and I, I'm willing to force it upon you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I, I must. I, it's, it's not an eight. It's got to be a nine for me. What okay. about you? Uh, for me, I I'm going to go with an eight. Okay. I'm going with an eight because it's a different, completely different story. I enjoyed that. Uh, could have tamed, tamed down the screaming, but then again, if they did, it wouldn't be a Dragon Ball anything. <laughs> true. So, true. you know, I mean, like it stays true to the series. It does have its comedic moments. It's, it is in its core a Dragon Ball franchise. Yeah. Which I love. I, they they never really deviate from that unless uh, you go with the GT, in which case uh, it was good, but it's not. I feel like it's not canon because it wasn't done by the original gentleman. This one was. It was like super. Yeah. This was done by the original by the original, which is what was it? Toriyama. Uh, Akira Toriyama. Yeah. Perfect. I was almost right. <laughs> I was halfway there. So but. great show. Great movie. Definitely worth the watch, especially if you are a fan of the series. Definitely changes your perspective on uh, how you reach Super Saiyan and kind of gives you a little different thought process for it. Now, the only thing I would say about this in closing, at least, is that you would have to have seen most of, if not all of Dragon Ball Super. Otherwise, some of these references wouldn't make sense and you wouldn't really understand who Wiss or or um, Beerus are. Right. Or why uh, Frieza is alive. Yeah. Yeah. Or why he's alive and why he no longer wants immortality. Right. Instead, he wants to be taller. <laughs> By five centimeters. Otherwise, people would think it's a bit weird. 
and he's gonna do it a little bit again next year and the year after that, the year after that. They, that that's the one thing, one comedic thing I enjoyed about this, which is why I'm giving it a eight. Is that he's not out there to be immortal because he had a taste of immortality when he died, and he absolutely hated it. <laughs> Uh, but instead he wants to be taller because he's tired of people calling him pipsqueak behind his back (laughs) granted if if those that have called him pipsqueak behind his back are dead and suffering their own kind of hell oh yeah the joys of everything that go along with this (laughs) all right jeez so next week is my choice indeed what would you like me to suffer through sir uh, we're going to watch Grand, Ke- Grand Crest Senkai, or rather, Record of Grand Crest War. It's an action drama fantasy romance, and it came out in January 2018. It's 24 episodes long. I've actually seen this. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, good. I, I expect a uh, high rating from you then, sir, since you thoroughly enjoyed this. Yeah, like a three, I'm sure. Now, yeah, yeah. well that's all the time we have for today uh feel free to reach out to us talk to us in our discord a link for that is going to be in the show notes and on uh the description in uh, youtube feel free to reach out to us on any of the social media platforms as well all that information all the contact information will be in the show notes and the description or you can leave a comment on youtube and we'll be happy to respond to you until next time i'm jack and i'm rick And we'll see you later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.